it's time for Discussions. Welcome to Discussions. Today we're talking about ambition and what determines our level of ambition. And better yet, is there anything we can do to change how ambitious we are? And is it a good thing to have ambition or is it a bad thing? So let's check it out. Think back to when we were kids. A lot of us wanted to do similar jobs to our parents. I'm sure that a lot of kids just take on the same political views and, and other opinions of their parents, music tastes, etc. when we're young. But then as we get older, you know, things are going to change and we're going to come up with our own ideas. And when we're children and young teenagers, I think we do limit our ambitions to what has kind of been told to us from our family. If you've been told you'll never be a top athlete, you may never believe in yourself to be a top athlete. I remember living in the US and when you mentioned being a pro athlete, um, making the NBA or the NFL, people laughed at you in the sense that they just didn't even believe it was close to possible. And encouraging you in that direction, they felt like they were doing the wrong thing. Whereas in Australia, if you said you want to be a rugby star, people just like honestly believe you because if you dedicated your entirety of your high school and then years after high school to playing club rugby as well, there's a pretty good chance you'd make the professional rugby teams. And I think that's why Australia does so well in the Olympics for our population. It's because here, if someone wanted to be a track and field star, honestly, if you just announce that as your goal, people would support you. And as long as you're putting, you know, eight hours a day into it or whatever, uh, or whatever amount is sufficient, people just believe that you will achieve that. And I've got plenty of Australian friends that have gone on to be professional athletes and no American friends that went on past, say, playing college football, for example. So that belief that something is too extreme to be realistic or too unlikely to be realistic, I believe limited some of their beliefs of my friends in the US. And that is something that can dampen your ambition. It's when you don't even believe it's possible for you to achieve something. So I think there's two reasons that someone might have low ambition. One is they're not aware of what high achievements are and they're not aware of what great things they could be doing. And then two is they just don't believe in themselves to achieve that. It's not realistic, therefore they shouldn't even factor it into the equation. They're content living the life that they have, for example. And I think we can rule out option one um, because there's media, there's so many ways for people to see that there's more to achieve out there. We've seen uh, incredible bodybuilders achieve great physiques. We've seen Bill Gates become a billionaire. We've seen movie stars go create incredible things. So we can see other people have broken any uh, limiting beliefs we may have put on ourselves. So I don't think that's... That's the reason for low ambition. I think people are aware of, of what could be achieved. They just don't think it's possible for themselves to achieve it. So to me, low ambition comes from low confidence. And how did we get low confidence? Either people kind of influenced us to, to have low confidence, uh, made fun of our dreams, put us down, put us in a box of potential, or we did it to ourselves. I don't think it just happens miraculously. I think it's either one of those two things. We've tried a few things before, we failed, and our body said, let's preserve you from any more future pain. I don't even want you trying uh, any crazy things anymore. 
I don't want you setting incredible goals because it's just going to lead to much more pain. I want you to set really reasonable goals so at most we get a reasonable amount of pain. And to me, that's what ambition is. It's taking risks. It's agreeing to take large risks to get large rewards. Because to me, if you're not trying, that's the failure in itself. Think of a science test or a science experiment or a science paper. All important science findings come from many, many failures that rule out what it's not and end up with finding a solution that is a huge, big scientific discovery and it's celebrated, it's a big deal. But they got to that scientific finding by disproving and ruling out everything else. So when I think about a business success, if you're failing heaps of times, and heaps of times, and even more times on top of that, but it's leading to one great success, that is worth celebrating. That's a big deal. I think the only failure is if you never did the science experiment in the beginning, or if you never went down the entrepreneurial path in the beginning. And it doesn't even have to be entrepreneurial. It can be within your own career. Do you want to be at the top of your field or are you happy in the middle? And I think it's a failure to not even try to ascend to the top in the first place. So if my best friend asked me, what do you think causes discrepancies in people's level of ambition? I'd say it's their level of confidence. Level, and you could say it in other ways. You could say confidence in themselves, uh, general self-esteem, etc. But let's just take one field because a person may have different ambitions with their body, with their mateship, with their family, with their career. So you might have different levels of ambition in each one, but let's just pick one, for example. Let's just pick a generic one of career. If you have had successes in the past, each little success would have created a little feedback loop and given you more confidence on the way. So a simple example would be if you got the job, you're excited, you're, now you're confident, you think you deserve to be there. You get employee of the month, bam, you're excited, you've earned it. That's another feedback loop. You've gained more confidence. You become the top salesperson in the business. Bam. You're feeling really good. One more hit to that confidence. And then you think, I'm finally confident to go out on my own and do this. And so that was a series of, say, four feedback loops, little wins that led you to a higher level of confidence, where the next little win led you to an even higher level of confidence. And if someone has 10 wins behind them and 10 little boosts of confidence, I think that person is going to have high ambition because they definitely are going to know that that next little win is achievable, but they may just believe that the next five little wins, the next 10 little wins are achievable, and they may believe in themselves to become the number one person in their field. The way to fix this is to push yourself past the expectations that you or anyone else puts on yourself. My dad said that he used to do this thing called Outward Bound, where they go and live in the wilderness and survive. And he told me plenty of cool stories about snakes and other things and rationing food and, and just living in the wild. And it was great to hear. These were great bedtime stories when I was a kid. But he said that changed his perspective on life completely. I'll read you a quote that he told me. He said, Certain experiences can force you to realize that you can exceed the limits you have assumed for yourself or that others have imposed upon you. And he said the Outward Bound program refers to this as leaving the safe harbor. So let me put that back in my words. You can do certain things that will make you rethink your limitations. Not the level of your limitations, but make you rethink whether any of your limitations are real. 
if you do something absolutely incredible that you thought you could have never achieved, but you worked hard and you did it, you're going to think to yourself, wait a second, a year ago, I never thought or believed I'd be capable of doing this. So any limiting beliefs I have now aren't real either. They're just imaginary. They're self-imposed. They're not actually holding me back. I've disproven the concept of my limiting beliefs. And now I can focus on a future of, I guess, unlimited potential. And that's what my dad was able to do at this outward bound. You push your limits. He, maybe he thought he couldn't survive for three days in the wilderness by himself. And after he did that, he came back and said, well, starting a business, building a business may be easy compared to the amount of discipline and positive self-talk I had to do out there. I can do that throughout the week here to make my business work. So we're going to finish up with a powerful quote that I heard recently, which says, a person gets pain when they realize that the life they're living is a distance away from the life that they're capable of. And I definitely know this is true for myself. If I know that I'm capable of doing all these things, but my current life, I'm not living that way, and I'm living well below what I truly believe I'm capable of, that's going to cause this like lingering pain, this lingering annoyance. And I think it comes up in ways like low self-confidence uh, and other things. But if you have that belief then use that pain as motivation to go make those changes. And if you have low ambition, just understand that you can change that as well. I don't believe anyone is stuck with low ambition. What can you do to improve that low ambition? You can go achieve some things that you thought weren't possible. You could tell me right now the things that you couldn't do. Could you become a star rugby player? No. Fair enough. I'm not going to suggest doing that. We're probably a bit late to start that if we're not already in the rugby business. But there's other things you could do. You could be an author. You could be have a perfect physique. You could uh, do a big hike. Give me something that you think you definitely can't do, but maybe you could do it. Just a little bit of you thinks you could do it. Go and do that. Because when you do that, you can look back at the last year or month or week of hard work and say, wait a second. I thought this was impossible, and now I've done it. So... What else do I think is impossible? Because I'm going to go do that next. So create some little mini feedback loops of success that are going to give you more success, more confidence, and repeat themselves until you aren't thinking about making 100,000. You're thinking about making 100 million. You aren't thinking about having a four-pack. You're thinking about having an eight-pack. You aren't thinking about reading a book. You're thinking about writing a book this year. So let's go lift that ambition because that's not even the real thing we're lifting. Let's go lift that confidence in ourselves and lift our opinion of our potential because life is going to be a whole lot sweeter as we feel the endorphins from growing and chasing that potential and we feel that benefit of becoming a better person and we're going to attract more success around us because the best way to attract something is to be that thing. If I want to be around intelligent people, I'm going to be intelligent myself. If I want to be around successful people, I'm going to be successful myself. If I want to be around loving people, I'm going to be a loving person myself, and I bet I will attract them around me too. So let's go make our lives that little bit better or that whole lot better by cranking up our ambitions by earning it. Thank you for joining us, and subscribe so we can bring you more content.